I speak to you in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. We meet Nicodemus in the darkness of night, away from the temple, away from the alarmed and angry faces of money changers, from the overturned tables, away from coins glinting as they spill haphazardly across the floor, away from leaders, people, oh, and the animals, the doves, some cattle and sheep, all just scrambling to get out, away from the temple being emptied. Now it is night. The scene of the temple in John chapter 2 and that earlier chaos fades into the background. Yet one man stands in the center, at least in the mind of Nicodemus. And his voice rings out in the temple. He stands with a makeshift whip and its sting still clings to the air. This man... This Jesus is the one Nicodemus now seeks under cover of darkness in our gospel lesson for today. A conversation takes place between Jesus and Nicodemus. And at times it is tense with Jesus categorizing Nicodemus, a Pharisee, a member of the Sanhedrin sect, as one who is more concerned with earthly cares than heavenly concerns. There does not seem to be a moment of clarity at the time where Nicodemus accepts or comprehends what Jesus is telling him. There is something that Nicodemus says early in the encounter with our Lord that I find especially rings true on this Trinity Sunday. As Nicodemus stands before Jesus, he says this, No one can do these signs that you do apart from the presence of God. Scholars have said that this is a sarcastic statement from Nicodemus or an attempt to trap Jesus. Well, whatever the intent, his words correctly described what he can't let go of and what's brought him by night to seek Jesus. The life of Jesus, his actions... These signs demonstrate a life intertwined with God. Jesus is enveloped in the wily breath of the Spirit, breathing life into the world. It is the Word, wrapped in humanity, clothed in God, that stands before Nicodemus. Jesus, in all his divine and human complexity, is fervently bound to God. It is very true what Nicodemus says about Jesus. Jesus operates within the presence of God and through each person he meets. As we worship today, we proclaim that we are bodies blessedly bound to God. And as much as we often like to think of ourselves as independent beings, we have a spiritual DNA that links us to the Trinitarian heartbeat. We are bound to the love and the mystery of God, three in one. Like Nicodemus, our lives are forever changed as we discover God in an intimate way through Jesus. Jesus, who is present to Nicodemus 
is available to us as well. It's he who invites and calls Nicodemus to be born again, not by our entering his own mother's womb, but through the womb of Christ, through the waters of baptism, by a cross uplifted, a stone rolled back, a spirit that accompanies. All of this is part of the incredible invitation extended to Nicodemus, to you, and even to me. What Jesus is offering tells us this. When we live life in the Trinity, there is nothing that we do that's apart from the presence of God. And the later actions of Nicodemus testify to this truth. Last Sunday, we dedicated a tapestry hung in Gerhardt Hall with pieces of heavenly rest story, of God's story, woven lovingly together in colorful detail. And looking closely, you can see pieces of a priest's stole, an altar frontal cloth, embroidered signs and symbols of worship of life lived in the Trinity. The humble hands of Parson Gerhardt wrapped these stoles around couples' hands who joined their lives together in marriage. The altar frontals quietly testified to the many acts of worship in this place, from baptisms to funerals, joyous and poignant celebrations of all of us bound forever to God. Parson Gerhardt, whose grand vision helped spin this place thread by thread, stone by stone, inviting one person at a time, linked a community together in faith as one body of Christ. This place is a beacon, not only beautiful in stature, but in substance, alive and radiating God's love for all. And the beauty of this church is that that beauty will not be contained. And it spills out as a quiet revolution of God's justice and love. You see, like Nicodemus, we exist and we must contend with a world that often seeks to fray the fabric of creation. Our world has a history of unholy bonds preventing the flourishing of many of our siblings and of us. Yet as believers, we receive power from the Spirit. We are instructed by our Redeemer, Jesus Christ. And we are equipped by the Creator to do all such good works as God has prepared for us to walk in. We are called to mend and to tend to our neighbors, both near and far, to gather and celebrate the beautiful tapestry of the life that God has dreamed up for us. This is life in the Trinity. We are not just mimickers and mirrors of the triune God, but created as participants to the divine, in the divine actions of restoration and reconnection. And it's so easy to see the movement of God in this place and in our community. Look at the work of Bob's of the breakfast on Beach Street, providing hot breakfast and sack lunches to anyone who needs it. 
and visit the thrift house that seeks to clothe our community with dignity and grace. This is beauty in action. You will continue to find inspiration if you view the tapestry that's hanging in Gerhardt Hall. And we have some pictures of it on our Facebook page. As you look upon it, you may imagine that you are one of the many threads that God's weaving. So let's take a moment and let's picture others being worked into place, perhaps saints who have gone on to glory, those present with us now, and those who are just a dream in God's mind. Now let's imagine others, the sick, the friendless, the needy, they are knit into the fabric as well. The hungry, the forgotten, the outcast, the sinner, the joyful, the hopeful, the one seeking real community and God's justice. God has a place for us all, and we are patterned and tightly wrapped, bound to one another and to the holy. And this tapestry in Gerhardt Hall reminds us that God will not stop until there is a place for everyone in the divine tapestry of God's own hands. This story of Nicodemus, it matters to us today because of what happens during and after his encounter with Jesus. A few chapters later in John, we'll find that Nicodemus will not be silent when temple uh, police and other chief priests and leaders seek to arrest Jesus. Jesus evades an early arrest and is able to continue his teachings and healings those signs and symbols of life in the Trinity. After Jesus is crucified, we will meet Nicodemus once again when he joins with Joseph of Arimathea to prepare Jesus' body for burial. Nicodemus brings a mixture of myrrhs and aloe weighing about 100 pounds. And perhaps you're like me and you wonder, was this a response out of maybe regret? or feeling guilty, or of a lost opportunity. We just don't know. But what I do know is this. Jesus changed Nicodemus' life. He impacted his words and his actions forever. Nicodemus, this leader who initially met Jesus after hours, becomes an active agent in the arc of God's justice. He doesn't shy away from death, but shows up and honors the life of Jesus. And so this isn't a snag in the fabric of God, but it's a, begin, a, a beginning of a new pattern in the cloth. On this Trinity Sunday, I'm reminded of that hymn, St. Patrick's Breastplate. I bind unto myself today the strong name of the Trinity. We bind ourselves to God and to one another, not because we must, but because we are empowered by God to do so. We bind ourselves to God when we seek out the lonely, those disconnected, and we weave them in with exquisitely ordinary acts of love. I bind unto myself today 
the strong name of the Trinity. We bind ourselves to the holy when we strive for justice, for mercy, and forgiveness, where our cloth is colored by lives lived at tables with an open invitation, where we pull up a chair and listen, where we provide safe spaces for young and old and in between. I bind unto myself today the strong name of the Trinity. When we bind ourselves to God, we not only strengthen our tether to God and to one another, but we strengthen that cloth of the kingdom, the story God will continue to weave into us, through us, gathering us close, thread by thread, love and mercy sewn together where there have been holes and tears. This is that quiet revolution of love that God's about. May the strong name of the Trinity empower you this day and always. May Christ be with you, within you, behind you, before you, beside you, to win you, to comfort and restore you. And may you always be bound to God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.